Welcome. I'm Lorraine Nolan Card, leadership expert. And I'm Adara Angelusi, marketing queen. And this is the Women Leading Change podcast. We amplify the voices of women change makers from around the world who share with us personal insights and inspiring stories. So you too can evolve your own leadership skills, grow your paradigm shifting business, and market your mission with confidence. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Women Leading Change. I am here with a world traveler. Actually, she's on the other side of the world right now as we speak. It's Michaela Quilici, and she is an accomplished international business growth coach and an award-winning marketing strategist and international speaker who refers to herself as a business navigator. Her unique talent lies in developing clear roadmaps that inspire leaders to take purposeful action and steer their business towards growth. Hello, Michaela. So happy to have you here. Hello. Thanks for having me, Adira. So where are you tuning in from exactly? I am calling in from Holland in the Netherlands. So I'm uh, just outside of Amsterdam, actually. Oh, so fabulous. Living your best life. You said it's very hot there today. It's super hot. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Vancouver's cooled down. So um, so I, I forget what that's like when you need ice packs, like you said, by your desk. Oh my gosh. So talk to us a little bit about how you became a marketing strategist and a business growth coach. Oh, that is an interesting story. So I started off with a keen interest um, when I was in school around the psychology of people and having a really big curiosity about people and why they do what they do why what's what's who are these humans you know how do our brains work like human behavior always really really fascinated with fascinated me so in school the the um the link that i made um was uh psychology um and business and marketing seemed like a link that made sense to me I can't come from a family of entrepreneurs. So business was already something that I was really uh, exposed to and interested in. And so marketing psychology became something that I had a huge fascination in. And so uh, that was um, what my studies were in post um, high school. And then I started working in the business world and um, and really got uh, got into the world of marketing, working for growth stage startups. So I worked um, one of my earlier uh, full-time jobs as an, as an adult, you know, in my early twenties was working for um, an internet startup. And so we became actually one of the fastest growing companies in Canada named by Profit 100 magazine. And I had some amazing mentors and uh, worked my way up. And that's kind of how I started on the road of marketing and um, really connecting marketing to sales and then really understanding that marketing and sales are the engine of every organization. And then that sort of took me on the path to, um, to where I am today. That's so cool. Except I feel like when you have a commodity, like people really need it, like gas or um, I don't know, food, <laughs> but, but mind you to like differentiate yourself in the market, of course it takes sales and marketing, but I always am so like fascinated by people who put like tolls up for something that people really want to go do or like toilet paper, for instance, like it's just going to sell. Right. And, and I guess if you have good marketing, 
behind it, you could be the top sale toilet paper out there. But um, a lot of us women, I find, are trying to pave our own little way. And I kind of wanted to get into the journey of that for you. Like, when did you know that entrepreneurship was going to be for you? Because it's a completely different venture than working with a, a company that's already established. It is. It really is. And so my journey was a little bit accidental. I became an entrepreneur by by choice, not necessarily um, by a passion for wanting to be an entrepreneur. I hit a wall inside, you know, after about 10 years of working for companies and working my way up inside marketing departments and supporting sales teams and and I just felt this emptiness inside of me thinking, is this really it? Am I really just going to kind of climb the corporate ladder, so to speak, and just be a high level marketing person? Like that just didn't, it didn't sit with me. And so really my yearning for wanting more and really wanting to understand what's my purpose and why am I here and what are my gifts and what am I really supposed to be doing in the world? Because I knew that um, that that wasn't the last stop for me. And so I did make the leap. Um, I, there was a natural break that occurred. And so I just, I took the leap of faith and, and, um, and became an entrepreneur. And I kind of, I had to, at that point, I had left and I knew that I didn't want to go back to working for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so I, um, had uh, a business um, with the previous business partner um, for a while. And that was my first step into the foray of entrepreneurship. Um, and then when that completed, I decided to hang my own shingle as a marketing consultant. And so I did that. That was 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I feel like yeah. that journey you went on is um I've heard that story often from other women and it, it makes me so excited that more people are stepping into that role of ownership and that they see something else for their life and they are taking the brave, courageous steps that it takes to venture out on your own. And so that brings me to our topic for today, which was around seeing ourselves before we can see others, um, something that you wrote about. And I wanted to just dive into sort of not only the spiritual journey of entrepreneurship, but what it's like to to really see ourselves to then be able to be of greater service to to the people we want to help. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for any of us who are on that journey of um, really wanting to align with why we're here in the world, um, I always like to say that entrepreneurship, being a business owner or a leader or um, an entrepreneur is going to be the biggest business growth, uh, personal growth teacher that you'll ever have. Um, because being in business and leading um, will show you what you need to learn about yourself. Um, and so every day, you know, if we're looking and if we're on that journey of seeking and reconnecting with who we authentically are, um, then we're, that's going to be revealed to us at every turn. Um, and so what I, what I learned is that it wasn't until I really understood who I was, what my values were, what mattered to me, what my gifts were, what my 
what my purpose is um, in this lifetime. It wasn't until I really started to uncover those pieces, those those authentic and genuine parts of myself. It wasn't until I until I really started to uncover those could I then be able to create a brand for my business and be able to showcase that brand to really show people who I was. And so a lot of the times we go into business as business owners and we just kind of launch in, right? And we have a product or a passion, an idea, and we want to serve and we just go out there and start, you know, hustling, (laughs) right? We hustle and we start, you know, selling our products or services. Um, But what I'm, what I'm more interested in is how can we use our story and our authentic self to build a brand around who we are and what we do and really use that as part of our um, business growth strategy, if you will. Um, and so it's all about really then uncovering who you are so that you know how you can build a brand around that. And so mm-hmm. um, when I work with my clients, this is one of the first things we do is really to get clear on who are you actually. You're not just a coach. You're not selling coaching. What are you actually doing? What kind of business are you actually building? Otherwise, you've just kind of created a job for yourself um, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of pitching products. So building a personal brand is first starts with knowing who you are. And once you know who you are, then you'll be able to know how to package that up or work with somebody who knows how to package that up so that other people can also see that on the outside. Mm -hmm. So when you think of a woman leading change, what sort of attributes does this person usually carry? And what does it take to kind of be a leader in this, in this world in this way, doing our thing. (laughs) For me, what that looks like and what that sounds like and what that feels like is a woman who is, who knows herself, who knows what she's here to do, who is showing up as her authentic self as much as she can or is striving to do that and to use her voice to mm-hmm. use her voice and to spread her message um, and to be always calling herself forward to be able to kind of stop tolerating what's going on and really take a stand for something. Mm. You know, um, one of the questions that I always ask my clients is like, what are you taking a stand for? Who are you fighting for? Who are you putting your stake in the sand for? What are you, what, what movement are you here to create with your message? Mm -hmm. And so as a woman leading change, the first thing that she needs to get clarity on is what are you creating change around? What movement are you creating? What is that for you? And Mm -hmm. why, why -hmm. is that important? Um, And then being able to share that, to share that story and to communicate that and to then link arms with others um, who also are of like mind, who can, um, you know, work together Mm -hmm. to spread that same message. 
Yeah, I really could hear the power and vision around what you just shared. And I think that's really important for people to digest is that it comes from knowing ourselves first and the reason why we're here and what it is that we want to create and then really sticking our, you know, whatever in the sand, <laughs> our flag, yes. our, yeah. our foot, or whatever it is, and being like, this is, this is what I'm doing. This is, I'm here to say these things and I'm going to keep saying them. And then creating a, a, a group, not necessarily a following, but a group that agrees and is like cheering on the same message in their own way and creating um, that community together to sort of rise up and be able to do even more um, in numbers than um, being a silo. And often I know that entrepreneurs and women who do have these big messages and movements that they they feel in their heart to share, they do struggle with feeling alone and that they're having such a hard time like climbing that mountain all by themselves. And and I don't know where this is sort of maybe the ending to our um, discussion is how they can get out of that frame of mind that they have to kind of bear this all by themselves and that there is actually a community out there of people that want to back them up and be a part of how does one go about to sort of facilitate and grow that for themselves? Yeah, that's a really good question. I, what I see a lot is that women who are just coming into this, right. Who are maybe at the beginning stages or the early stages of getting, and the first step is really getting clarity on what the message is, what the movement is, what you're putting your stake in the sand uh, for. Um, in there, I think needs to have a mindset shift on being really clear that you already have a voice. You don't have to find it. You don't have to ask permission. You've got a voice. Get clear on the message and know that you have a voice. And then you can get busy with owning it mm -hmm. and embodying it. Mm -hmm. And the owning it and embodying it is really about starting to use it to mm -hmm. practice the message. And so speaking about it at every opportunity, writing about it at every opportunity, sharing it in conversations with people and just start saying it, mm -hmm. start speaking it out loud, even if it's half-baked. Even if you're not sure if that's the right message, um, because once we start speaking up and speaking out with that passion, then number one, it becomes more clear in our own minds um, what the nugget of the message really is. And number two, you start to attract people who also believe in that message, in that movement. And then you start finding your community. You start finding your tribe, you start finding collaborators, you start finding support. Um, I think one of the worst things we can do, and I did it for a long time, is to hide and to isolate mm -hmm. and to go into the lab and try and do it all ourselves or trying to figure it out before we come out into the world and say, here I am, this is my message. And so I encourage everyone to have the courage to come out before you're ready and know that the message will become clear, the confidence will come, and the ownership of the message will come once you start speaking it and once you start sharing it. And I think that's the toughest part. 
that's the toughest hurdle to get over is the just taking the leap mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful share, Michaela. I so appreciate you being here today for our discussion because I I feel like more people just need to be assured that that is the process. (laughs) That is how it works, right? It's like this courage only comes once we've taken action and the clarity comes once we've taken action. And it's the more we work it and workshop it and say it and be it and own it. And, you know, that's where the spiritual and personal development piece comes into play too, because you know, we're constantly coming up to, is that really it is, you know, and, and we're tweaking it and aligning and all of those pieces, but it doesn't happen unless we're, we're out there doing it versus sitting at our little like cubicle uh, that we've made in our home, you know, like workshopping by ourselves. It makes you nuts. You're going to go crazy. (laughs) Oh yeah. And then it never gets complete no it no. never gets complete it never develops and you know then why this is- yeah you know why sorry it was because there's no energy behind it it's because there's nothing fueling it it's because it's only you and you alone with these thoughts versus um, allowing other energies and entities and things coming at it to actually make it grow and give it life right so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely and I then once <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy making actually and if you are anything like a perfectionist, right? So I'm an overcoming a lot of things, but overcoming perfectionist where I don't, you know, it's not quite right. So I'm not going to say it, or it's Mm -hmm. not quite right. And it's not ready to publish. And so um, that's when, that's when we can get in our own way a lot. So like you said, the the growth journey comes, uh, we're confronted with it. We're confronted with ourselves. Um, So it's, so enjoy. Yeah, it's <laughs> never a dull moment. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, girl, I so appreciate you being here. I am going to put all the links to you um, underneath all the show notes once I um, upload everything. And I really just wanted to um, thank you for your work. And if anyone is interested in getting that clarity and feeling like they need just somebody hand holding them a little bit through the process that is so daunting and scary sometimes, uh, especially when we're doing something that our heart really wants to share. Um, I encourage you to connect with Michaela because she is a very, uh, what's the word I get when I, when I hear you, um, you're just a soft place to land. You're, you're someone that really listens and absorbs and, cares for the people that you work with and really wants to see them succeed and you'll do everything you can to kind of get in there to to be their support so thank you for the work you you do yeah yeah thank you so much thank you I really appreciate appreciate what you're doing bringing your voice and your message out into the world Um, it's so needed and it's been um, a long road together Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm a work in progress still. Yeah. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Um, I actually have a resource that I'm developing right now, which might mm. be interesting, um, which is it's an ebook that I'm creating called Story to Success. Nice. And it's Beautiful. I'm just putting the finishing touches on it. And no, I have not been in the lab for a year with this one, but um, I'm putting the finishing touches on it and it'll be available. And it's really nine steps to paving your path to a standout business using the power of your unique story. Beautiful. And so that's going to be available to be a bit of a guide. Uh, It's a workbook and a guide um, for folks who want to um, spend some time with themselves to ask 
themselves set these self-guided questions to really get some clarity. So that'll also be available um, soon. Okay, great. Well, hopefully I can put it in the show notes and or I'll add them once they're ready. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank Um, you. Thank you for joining us at the Women Leading Change podcast. If you enjoyed today, please press subscribe and leave us a review. You can also join us inside our Facebook group, Women Leading Change. Until next time, keep being the change you wish to see.